Hello and welcome to This Dummy, the podcast about dumb things, fun things, and another thing. I'm your host, David Clark, and this week, Jacob and I head to the altar with Sierra, head back to the studio with Katy Perry, and head to Wimbledon with Serena Williams. I don't know about you, but I'm feeling 22. Yo. Hey. Good morning. Good morning. What's happening? Not a mucho. The juice is loose. That's happening. (laughs) Gotta gotta, gotta get my OJ. Gotta get my vitamin C to start my morning off here. Did you watch that OJ uh, documentary, that Made in America deal? Was that the one that was on ESPN recently? Yeah, the 30 for 30 thing. Yeah, no, I didn't catch that. Did you see it? Yeah, I did. It's a lot of OJ. I'm all OJ'd out. I don't want to talk about it, but Yeah, I'm done. Um yeah, well, if there's no Marsha Clark in there, I'm not interested. There's plenty if of Marsha I... Clark. She's okay. all up in it and through it. Okay, well, was she interviewed like now, like 2016 Marsha Clark? Yes. With plenty of okay. flashbacks. Plenty of flashbacks. That, okay. And you know, that's the real criminal, I would have to say, of the whole series is her mole. I do not trust her mole. It's gotten more aggressive with time. You're giving a side eye to the mole. I'm yeah. giving a side eye to the makeover. This like the celebrity glam makeover. That she is Entertainment you know, Tonight makeover she's gotten. Yeah. Those access yeah. Hollywood I mean, bangs. She has stayed far away from any perming or chemical products from the hair. And for since she learned her lesson. It's a bone straight bob. Yeah. No question. Never going back. Never going back. <laughs> Never Frozen going in back. time. Uh-huh. Yeah, but I didn't see it. Didn't didn't catch it. That's fine. It's very good, but geez Louise, that's enough. Enough is enough. Is enough. So what's good? Well besides the whole world falling apart. Oh man. Yeah, the the world, the world, the world. I I'm home alone. Hey. On what occasion? Well, you know, the cat's away, so the mouse is going to play. <laughs> and by play, you mean means. podcast. Well, by play, it means podcast and, like, eating, like, KFC for breakfast and binge-watching Netflix. Right. You know what? I'm alone this weekend as well, and I'm not going to pretend I didn't have Panda Express for breakfast yesterday. Ooh, you did? Oh, sure right. Did. Yeah. Although, you know what, at, when nightfall comes and I'm in the house by myself, I'm going to probably be doing a home alone and setting up booby traps <laughs> for the intruder. I'm going to be putting on, like, putting Crisco on the floor so they do a whoop, 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 you know, <laughs> sure. fall yeah. as not to get to my, bed, my bedroom and attack me. Or so that, that you'll at least be able to hear them. Yeah. Little uh, mouse packs, traps. marbles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just Gotta a mess. Check myself out here. Right. Could it be a lawsuit, though? By the end of yeah, so what is happening in the world this week? Ugh. I am exhausted from all the tragedy. I don't. Really it was a tough week. It was a really tough week. There's something. Ah, uh, I don't even know. There's some, this this year has been so off the rails, crazy, with all the um, mm-hmm. like the icon deaths and celebrity deaths in the beginning of the year, and yeah, Orlando just a couple weeks ago. And then with the recent shootings, and then now just a few days ago, the the sniper attacks in Dallas, it just seems like you can't turn on the TV without something else happening. Back to back to back. To back to back to back to back. 
Yeah, I don't even know what to say at this point. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I have like an emo- emotional whiplash over all of it. Um, so with that said, we're going to try to keep it light this week. Right. Although I want to talk about the, I just feel like people need to realize this is the public service announcement for everyone out there. Okay, here we all go. All those hashtag all lives matters people. Please Can we just talk about this? Keep all lives matters to yourself. I've keep it to I've yourself. Really, my timeline actually on Facebook was pretty good. Most of my friends kept it decent and I didn't okay. have to like drag anybody, but I did see mm-hmm. a couple well-intentioned all lives matters posts and uh it's just it's so misguided. <sighs> it's so exhausting and I want to hope I mean there's the trolls on 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 social media, but you know, I'd like to hope that it's mostly just a semantics issue or just sort of like a blind ignorance and not just blatant racism. Yeah, I have to, I have to give at least my friends the benefit of the doubt. Um, yeah. And, and know that they are not trying to troll me or the situation. Can we just tell them? It's like, please realize that there is an implicit two in the black lives matter yeah please understand that please understand that do they not understand but no they don't understand that yeah i was at uh i was at dinner last night actually and one of our white friends who's been very political this week on facebook as well it's like a lot of people who haven't been inclined to say something are speaking out which i think is a good thing who normally keep it uh light and happy on their timelines have 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 gotten pretty serious, which I appreciate. But he said, it's like if you go to a restaurant and the waiter brings out food for everybody, except for like Daniel and, and Daniel's like, well, Daniel deserves food too. And someone with a full plate of food in front of him says, you know, we all deserve food. It's sort of the same thing saying that all lives matter. It's like, okay, well right now this person doesn't have any food. You're missing the point. Uh, Exactly. I mean, I was uh, there's an article in Fusion that is a guide to debunking the need for All Lives Matter and its rhetorical cousins. And the author actually interviewed uh, one of the co-founders of Black Lives Matter, um, Alicia Garza, uh, Alisa Garza. And she says, white lives matter slash all lives matter is like saying the sky is blue or the sun rises in the morning and sets in the evening. In other words, it's not only obvious and goes without saying that all lives matter. We also know how much white lives matter, particularly when you are not white. White lives are the standards to which people of color are held accountable and those to which people of color are taught to strive to obtain. And what's so fascinating about all lives matter or white lives matter as a response to black people demanding our humanity be respected and our dignity be restored is that it makes it that much more obvious that white supremacy supremacy permeates nearly every aspect of our social, economic and political conditions. Yeah, which feels obvious. It's so baffling that that needs explanation. Right. But you know what? The kids got to learn. I guess so. And also, though, for people who insist that All Lives Matter doesn't detract from Black Lives Matter, but can turn around and say that Happy Holidays constitutes a war on Christmas, makes my Mm -hmm. blood boil. Yeah. Those like Starbucks. Those Starbucks cry soldiers. Yeah. Getting really angry about the cops, not having snowflakes, not having Santa. Okay, yeah. We need to move on. Because it just makes me so angry. So mad. (sighs) 
So what's good? What's good? Uh, Sierra finally got married. Hey, that is really good. Congratulations. That is really good and happy for her. They did it. They did it. Now they jump the broom. It doesn't make either one of them interesting, but it happened. No. Here's the question, though. Did they jump the broom, do you think? I mean, they were in an English castle. And then if they did jump the broom, did Sierra do like a Matrix style, like, back up like slow motion thing over the broom right. while jumping the broom my my guess is that russell wilson probably jumped the broom and then she like matrix limboed under the broom that's that's what i am envisioning in my head for sure yeah there's like a wind machine her hair was blown straight oh, back yeah. parallel mm-hmm. with the ground yep yep mm-hmm. the veil was par- parallel with the ground as well right mm-hmm. and like 808s jazzy fizzle <laughs> right and then now, who do you think of, their first dance was the one-two step? Um, hmm. I think it probably was. Because if it wasn't, that's a real missed opportunity. Yeah, that is a real missed opportunity. There's some there could have been some royalties made there. Yeah. Now, who was on the guest list at this wedding? I don't know. I didn't get that far. Okay. Well, I saw I saw uh Miss Calendria Roland was there. Oh nice. Uh there was a Lala Anthony in the house. Of course. Uh, now, was Chameleonaire there? Because that's what I want to know. <laughs> Where's Chameleonaire been? Yeah, APB. Has Chameleonaire been anywhere? Yeah, put him the on the milk card. I haven't seen Chameleonaire in a hot minute. No. Um, well, I hope I hope he got his invite. Was DeBrat there? Hmm. Good question. I don't think so. Jennifer Hudson was there. Okay. <laughs> I'm not surprised. That's what she does. She goes to wedding events? She goes to wedding events. She goes to award shows. Oh, aren't they label mates now? Is uh, Sierra on Epic still? Oh, that's Jennifer right. Hudson so maybe L.A. Reid was like, you have to invite J-Hood. Yeah. Are they even really married now? Because I know it happened over there in London. They're not officially married, I don't think, stateside. Right. I think there's some sort of stipulation that they actually have to get married in the U.S. to make it um, Facebook official. But uh, it didn't stop them from conjugating. Well, I know. And the thing is, is like, I don't want to hear that, CC. No kidding. Don't tell me about Russell getting your goodies. I don't want to know. Go no. ahead. Live in wedded bliss, but I don't need the specifics. No. I don't, we don't need you snapping all up and down chat, letting everyone know that you're making up for Miss Sexy Time. We got yeah, it. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't want to know about that. Don't want to know about that at all. So now that they have, you know, swapped rings and, and, and saliva, um, what happens next? Because I, I basically see an own network reality show. I mean, this is the only, That's this true. is the only direction it can go in, right? That's where she has to go. She has to get a reality. CC and show. Russell, Russ and CC, Russ and CC. She works on her album. He goes to like training, training camp. camp. Yep. Yeah. It'll so it'll be like the Coco version of Don't Be Tardy, right? Yeah, and okay. it'll be perfect for. Uh, well, I guess they can't live in Atlanta. They'll, they'll be, be in Atlanta. You think so? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, or maybe I guess they'll be in Seattle. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. But it's dead in the water. That series is dead in the water if they're in in, in Seattle. Yeah. It'll they got to go back to Atlanta. She should be on Real Housewives now. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe. Hey, if that's an option. She's not too good for that franchise. We know Kim Fields has just opened up a vacancy there. Yeah, but I definitely think we'll see them in, in some sort of reality television situation. Although I'm surprised that they just released all these photos out so willy-nilly, and I thought they would 
hopefully trying to be angling for like a people or some sort of magazine exclusive. People wasn't checking. Oh yeah. No, yeah. not people. And Jet, not Ma- Jet magazine is defunct. So. Exactly. She, she had to put it on the gram. There you go. Well, anyway, congratulations. Congratulations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Although I just, I have a strong side eye and I know I don't want to hear about their sex life, but I just have a strong side eye for like premarital celibacy. It doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Which makes me question the whole marriage because it seems to like it adds this, this extra layer of pressure to rush into the marriage just so you can get it in. Mm-hmm. So I uh, I don't know how how sincere this love is. Yeah, but you know after Sierra's whole sort of ordeal with Future, I think that she just wanted to hit the reset button on her her life, her love life, mm-hmm. and just you know okay. Well, good luck. It seems like an impractical mistake, but fine. They made it, though. Yeah, they did it. Start the clock. This is a marriage made for the ages and will go on and on into eternity, I'm sure. Sure. Well, I'm going to stop thinking about it right now. (laughs) All right, moving on. What else do we have this week? Um, (laughs) Do you want to talk about this Chewbacca mom situation? Well... Speaking okay. Of things, well, did you, speaking of things I have side eye for. Did, okay. Talk about like, a, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know that much about Chewbacca mom, but her demeanor makes me think she is a Christ warrior mm-hmm. and she's here to shed the good light and the good word on all the people. And um, after having watched the second video, follow up to her, you know, her uh, claim to fame. Uh-huh. Um, I think I think I'm correct in that assessment of her being very quite religious woman, and she's spreading the word and the gospel and the positive vibes. And since we are being positive this weekend, mm-hmm. uh, let's see what Chewbacca mom had to say. Hey, I am sitting in my couch here in Grand Prairie, Texas, and I'm actually not that far away from Dallas. I'm about 30 minutes from where the shootings happened the other night. Um, I am thousands of miles, hundreds of miles away from um, really identifying with every single ounce of pain that I know is being felt by the whole world right now, literally the whole world. And so um, I really don't know what else to say other than I've been spreading joy and I've been hoping to do that. But I found myself the last couple of days being silent because I've been so sad and so hurt by what's going on. And I wanted to just share with you my own arrangement of a song that I came across. Ready? Here we go. There's a place in your heart And I know that it is love And this place could be so much brighter than tomorrow Oh, and if you really try In this place you will feel There's no hurt, no hurt and no sorrow And there are ways that you can get there If you care enough for the living So make a little space Make a better place Heal the world Make it a better place for you and for me. 
If you care enough for the living, make a better place, make a better place, make a better place. She really was giving us the full Sarah McLaughlin treatment. Uh, all right. Okay, Chewbacca mom with Chewbacca vocals. I mean, I thought it was going to sound just kind of like the Chewbacca mask sound effects. <laughs> but it didn't. She really was giving us Lilifair realness. I mean, you know, I, you know, she's giving us ASPCA. No kidding. Sarah McLaughlin, she's trying to get us to donate, donate 10 I cents was, a day, sponsor a child. I was about to come off the coins and, and save a puppy. Adopt a dog. Yeah. The whole thing. Yeah. Spay and neuter something. I was going to do something hmm. towards the cause. Anyway, I thought the sentiment was nice. The sentiment was nice. The and sentiment. I was, I was really surprised that she could sing. I know. She gave us a little bit of the Susan Boyle. Yeah, she really did. The cynic in me makes me think that she got a taste of like the good life with her brush with social media celebrity, and she was just and trying she's to extend trying for to come up minutes. with something else. Yeah. yeah, trying to come up with the next the next move. Hey, I mean, maybe she'll be on America's Got Talent. Probably she'll be our Susan Boyle. She's going to be at least on the Today Show again. That would invite her most to definitely. Good, good Morning America. Acoustic set in in Central Park. Oh, good Morning America. Boy. That's right. Seven a.m. She's going to get an AOL like studio set sessions. Your, set your DVRs. She should put her Chewbacca mask back on, though, to stay on the And brand. sing it. Well, I mean, because then she could give us some like T Pain, like, you know, auto tune. Because I think that can't you talk with that mask? Doesn't it like alter your voice somewhat yeah, into it Chewbacca? Does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she should think of that. Like, do Chewbacca covers. Hey, Sofia Vergara just launched a perfume. Did you see this? Uh, I did not see this. What does it smell like? Well, I don't know what it smells like. If but you had to guess. If I had to guess what Sofia Vergara's scent smelled like. Like, I don't know. Like, something very exotic. Like, Jamaica, yeah. honeysuckle, and, like, uh, cardamom. I don't know. Okay. Something. Yeah. Something very, like, exotical. And spicy. And spicy with some heat. Yeah. Um. Everyone's got a fragrance, though. I think we talked about this a little bit, and you surprised me by saying that Beyonce had like the highest selling fragrance. Yeah, celebrity. Out of celebrity, celebrity fragrances, which is true. I think that Beyonce's Heat has sold over 400 million in yeah. sales. Yeah, that's a lot. That's just really shocking to She's me. She's moguling. She is really moguling. It's also very shop- shocking that like people like Tim McGraw have a fragrance. Like why? Antonio Banderas has a fragrance. Of course. Did you know any of that? Did you know this? That makes sense. I mean, Antonio Banderas seems like he would have a strong signature smell, and Tim McGraw seems like like he would also have a, a signature fragrance. A, a musk, a country musk, like a country musk, like a leather mm-hmm. and sandalwood snickerdoodle stuff. by Tim McGraw. Okay. That's not what it is. That's um, wrong. <laughs> <laughs> just, just slow down. Slow your roll down. Slow your roll. Yeah, I, I, it's, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get the appeal really. Although my mom swears by some Paris Hilton Carnival or something. Some, really? some sort of circusy. She does, and I, I mean, I, hey, proof is in the pudding right there. That's like a consumer survey right there. That's why Paris yeah. Hilton has sold over two point one billion in perfume. Mama loves Champagne Carnival. <laughs> Champagne Carnival. Oh, no, I, don't think I want it. The name of it should be. <clears throat> but if I had one, if I had one, I'd, I'd call it Champagne Champagne Carnival. 
I would wear that. These bottles are really ugly as heck, though, too. There's some ugly-looking bottles. I think the the award for the ugliest-looking bottle goes to Taylor Swift's. What's your it looks like an old. Well, it looks like an old, like rotten Fabergé egg, and then it has little doodaddles, like charms, up on top of it. It's like a purple. Uh, it's it's just not. It's not. It's not right. Gross. Not right at all. Well, what are you? What are you? What are you doing with your toiletries lately? Are you? Because uh, you know, I feel like I've gotten to a point where I want to have a good stock and selection, and it goes back. I'm nervous about the this line of questioning. Having okay. your good moisturizers. Oh yeah. But uh, what are you working with? Do you have a, a a go-to? Do you have your white diamonds like Liz Taylor? I actually just got a new fragrance. Um, I got the new um, YSL. I forget what it is. It's the dark one. It's the one that smells like cedarwood. Uh, oh. The one I had before, which I'd been rocking for a while, was the uh, Chanel Blue for men. And oh. I, and I, I do. I have, I have some of the Chanel Blue. I like that. Yeah, I like that uh, a lot. And I, I was on the Christian Dior uh, okay. um, before that. So I, well, I, I just switched recently it up with YSL. I did a drive-by at the uh, Saks Perfume counter mm-hmm. and got a free sample of Tom Ford's Odewood, which is my favorite. Okay. And I really like that they it, when, when they give you the samples, they put it in a little. They actually take like the 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 uh, what what's that thing called the uh, the thing that sucks the they, like a they, pipette they, a micro pipette they, from they get the, the lab. Is it, what is it? They get the little pipette and then they they extract the fragrance from the main sort of like you know perfume carafe and then they put this in this little glass uh, sample thing and then they like put the sticker on it feels it feels very rich you know you feel very rich <laughs> even though i'm just getting a sample i'm not even buying the whole like 200 dollars bottle right but i felt very rich getting my sample and walking out of you know out of the store it sounds like science mm-hmm. was he it was a very coat? scientific was he yeah it was yeah. like i was like what is going on are you putting this in a in a perfume bottle or a petri dish hmm. yeah i think it's important so yeah important to have um one. you're not fully dressed without a fragrance yeah, you have to put on some smell good. Yeah. In order to step out of the house. Last week sometime, I <laughs> there's a person at work who I've been feuding with for the past couple months and and mm-hmm. I saw this person last week. They came by my office and in an effort I guess to like squash the beef, gave me a big hug. It was like first thing in the morning, which was nice until I realized that Uh This person gave me a hug, and then I smelled like a truck stop for the rest of the day. I smelled like a gas station bathroom. Oh boy, they were they 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 were not sure. No, they were not sure. It was like Uh crotch rot and musk. Whatever the smell, like he he smelled like he had driven across country and not showered in a week. And he gave Uh me a hug, which seemed nice at first, but then when I realized that I'd been stink bombed, I was like, that was downright diabolical. And it was yeah. first thing in the morning, and I felt like I just wanted to go home and cancel my day. Your olfactory senses got assaulted. Yeah, I couldn't see straight. Oh, no. So there's no reason. Like, first thing in the morning, why do you smell like that? Yeah, no one wants a scent lobotomy, right? You like be peak freshness in the morning. Tip-top shape. Everything should be snatched in on point. Yeah, I just... I was about to say that I felt bad for the people he was sharing his office with, but I was sharing my office with him for the rest of the day because well, I right. had to like, yeah. burn my clothes. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Anyway, Black Lives Matter. No, no. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Your Black Lives Matter. Yeah. 
Got, please. Got bombed. Put on, yeah, please scrub behind the ears before you come and try to give me a full-on bear hug. I'm going to check out the Tom Ford one, though. Oh, yeah. Their, their scents are great. I mean, they're super expensive, but um, I actually... Not the samples. I... <laughs> just get a sample. Yeah. Just get the sample, but don't tell every, don't tell everyone about that, okay? Yeah, it's just a secret between you, me, and all our <laughs> listeners. Yeah, that's just our little secret. Uh, I actually got a, a Tom Ford moisturizer for my birthday, which was oh, very nice. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Very mm-hmm. nice. I remember yeah. when uh, Gucci for Gucci, Gucci for <laughs> Gucci for Ohm or whatever was your thing. And you got really mad that they sent you Gucci by Gucci or Gucci per own by Gucci instead of Gucci for Gucci. I was Gucci. livid. <laughs> what was, livid. What, like, was what am I going to do with this? Yeah. They were so How am I gonna similar. Live with this? I couldn't understand your rage. You'd ordered that. <laughs> Let's smell this. Can you smell this? Now smell this. Right. Okay. Okay. Smell some coffee beans. Clear out, clear out your senses. Okay. Now smell this again. Right. It's not the same. It's not the same. I was what, like, what what's the, the difference? It's very, it's very true. There is distinct difference between the two right uh, but what was it it was gucci for gucci and gucci by gucci i think it was it was like yeah there were two gucci scents and i think i wanted gucci by gucci yeah and then i got like um gucci poor ohm or something like that and, right and then it was just, it was wrong i was like this is not what i wanted <laughs> i was very upset oh very yeah upset. those were dark days <laughs> got a sensitive, I've got a sensitive nose. What can I say? That's true. Did you see that video of the church lady I sent? Oh, yeah. With the waist trainers? Yeah. It's a necessary PSA, especially after... I think it is a necessary PSA, because I, I have seen people... Okay, so let's just go into this. Do you want to talk about the video I sent you? Sure. This old lady with a, uh, a PSA about waist trainers outside of a red the lobster. Lady. The church lady. Charlene, mm-hmm. let's just go, go, let's go right to it. Let's go to the videotape. Understand these waist trainers is killing y'all. My niece just fell out down here at the Red Lobster on Keller Road. She went a waist trainer in 130 degree weather. Having a happy hour at the Red Lobster. These waist trainers, you don't realize, take 30% of your oxygen to your brain. Y'all want to make it out here through the summer. Stop killing yourself. Stop training your waist. You're calling up the main line with that kind of foolishness. You're living reckless out here. Ain't no top that you ain't wearing no deal. That ain't the work of the Lord. You got to stop training your waists. It's dangerous. It's cutting off 30% of the oxygen to your brain. I mean, she's got a point there. I, I like Again, I don't understand how these waist trainers have come in to be so popular. I was at the gym once and there was a woman who had a waist trainer on that was snatched to an inch of her life. Mm-hmm. And she was on the treadmill trying to run the marathon. There are men at the gym training their waists to do the same thing. I am very, I, I don't, it, I don't understand. It is they like not safe. French courtesans. What's happening here? Everybody wants that, uh, that jessica rabbit contouring it's not smart you're smashing your organs even the gentlemen especially some of the gentlemen your pancreas is about to explode yeah let it breathe let it breathe i like an elastic waistband like a sweat pant (laughs) you know i was just rocking a pair of shorts from j crew they have like those stadium shorts that have the elastic waistband 
but it, it still gives you the idea of it being like a khaki short, like the buttons. Uh-huh. I appreciate I appreciate <laughs> that elastic, especially during the summer summer seasons. Yeah, of all these like barbecues and cookouts. Give, don't take. Mm-hmm. Give. That's right. Oh. Hashtag give, don't take. Please give. So anyway, that video was from um, uh, Christiane Porter. And she is an actress based in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, maybe we'll put we'll put like a, a video, maybe a video of two of hers up on our, yeah. our page at some point in time, so everyone can take a look at her uh, waist trainer sketch. So, you listening to any new music? Well, you know, um, Lion Babe just came out with a new EP. Yes, Have you re- heard any of it? I previewed some of it, uh, and I like it. I'm into it. I'm into it too. It's perfect for the summertime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It really strikes the right vibe. Um, yeah. I really like the, I think Endless Summer was the, the first single off of this mixtape. Oh, and I die, I know I did it my way. A sweet goodbye, the end of all the holidays. The endless summer in my mind, it makes it easy. I'm gonna leave it all behind for you to see. I've been The whole thing kind of fits right into this, like my summer two-step groove where I want to dance, but I don't want to break a sweat or spill my drink. Exactly. Um, This is kind of like a grown folks bop where you really don't have to drop down and get your eagle on. Mm -hmm. You can be upright and erect. Yeah. And and, and maintain your composure. You can maintain your composure. You can carry on a conversation. Exactly. I'm also really into this cut called Tina Turner. Yeah, I feel like I need to go to uh, like Afropunk Festival or <laughs> Essence Fest to go and see me some Lion Babe because they really give me some nice beats. Yeah, they like fit right in there. They're yeah. kind of like filling an Erica Badu sized hole in my life. Well, right, and also I feel like this, you know, um, pairs well with our Alicia Keys in common mm-hmm. with our, our our Drake Tropical beats. Like it's all right in line there. It's the summer you know of tropical we should skills. do. Put together a this dummy summer tropical uh, heat wave mix 2016 for the listeners. I like that. All right, let's I'm do gonna it. put you in charge of that. Okay, let because... me get my tape player out. <laughs> right, let me it, get my mixtape. Is on. it a dual deck? Yes, get, of course. <laughs> get a hold one up to the other because uh, I don't know That's how Spotify right. works. I'll say that I don't care. We are still struggling, and the whole thing with the iTunes. I mean, I keep going on with the saga. Please, someone help me. Well, get some for iOS 10. It's coming out in a couple months. 
Uh-oh, watch out. It's like worse. in the days over here, it's going to be like Y2K in my house. Yeah. <laughs> I know everything. I'm going to try to play like formation and my computer's going to explode. It's going to back up everything. Put it on a zip right. drive. Like does not compute. It's coming. But, you know, we've got uh, the new Lion Babe right now. And by the time the new iOS and Spotify come around, we're going to have new Katy Perry music, apparently. Really? Yeah, that's the word on the street is she's getting ready to release some new music, too. <laughs> well, that's great. Yeah, is coming it? For, is know, it? I, I mean, no, no. I mean, no. I'm sure it'll be good. Come on. Uh, yeah, I whatever it is. Dream. it's it, Right. Teenage Dream was so long ago. You forget that Prism happened between now and then. You weren't really here for Prism. Although I like Dark Horse. Yeah, Dark, Dark Horse and uh, Roar were, I think, the only two singles off of that. Yeah, album. it didn't really have the impact that she was in, 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 like that she intended. But it was still pretty successful. It was a pretty successful oh, it was a monster album. hit. It was a it was yeah. very successful, and she's been on tour nonstop ever since. So, so, but now she's coming back with new music. Uh, is it going to be in response to any of Taylor Swift's? Uh, 1989 hateration from I'm, her album. I'm sure. I'm sure they're saying that she's got a, a like a bunch of Taylor Swift diss tracks ready to go, but they're uncertain as to whether or not she'll release them because she wants to take the high road, I guess, in this beef. It's just these delayed responses seem a little unnecessary. Yeah, the drama just continues and drags and drags and drags. Katie, be the big bigger woman. She will for five minutes. Just don't go there. She released. Roar, like three years ago at the VMAs. The VMAs is next month. And so I think we're going to see something probably in the way of a Taylor Swift response to something. There's going to be some kind of stunt at the VMAs and Katy Perry is going to be at the center of it. Well, some people are saying that this year's VMAs, they're really trying to get Britney back and Gaga back because last year's VMAs was a complete disaster. I don't even remember last. Was that when Miley Cyrus? I, that was when Miley hosted. Yep. Huh. Yep. So I guess it didn't really do all that well in terms of ratings. And it was kind of a hot mess. I don't really remember any of the performances at all. No, I just remember she had some like drag performance with a bunch of dead, with all of her dead pets. And she had an argument with Nicki Minaj. That's right. And Nicki told her what's good. Was really good. What's what's really good. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know. I think if Katy Perry is releasing new music and it's going to probably debut at the VMAs, maybe Lady Gaga should sit this one out. Because Maybe that's exactly what happened the last time. Because applause that's and right. roar came out at the same time. And that's when Lady Gaga lost her career. That's right. That was the showdown that she she didn't yeah, she didn't make it. She was down for the count. Because remember Katy Perry Katy Perry took a book from J Lo's Labutin's performance from the <laughs> Billboard Awards and tried to do like a Rocky Balboa thing. Right under but the Katie, bridge. But Katie Katie actually won. Katie actually won because she she did, uh, you know, she did serve Gaga up with a one-two punch and knocked her out, knocked her off of her, yeah, of her perch. Even though applause so, was a better song than Roar, but why? Yeah, why? Why did applause not do as well as Roar did? Even though it was a better song, I don't know. I I want to say that it I was think in we the just had Gaga burnout. You think it was so? Gaga burnout compared to Katy yeah. Perry burnout? She's ubiquitous. Yeah, but I think the people were more burned out from just the overexposure, like the. The constant like tweeting and the thing and the monsters and this and the that of Lady Gaga. I think the whole Gaga experience was just too much for audiences. And yeah, they just, and she was really trying to like sublimate her brand. 
she was trying to right. take and art pop to another level and people weren't there for it. Yeah, and people just weren't hearing it. Like, so. this is not an artistic statement. Yeah. I still listen to it. Just the, just the one song, not the entire No, album. no, no. I don't even know what else is on there. As far as I know, it was <laughs> just 13 tracks of applause over and over again. <laughs> Maybe there was a remix on there. Yeah, that's about that's about as good as you're going to get. Although she did have that song. Well, she had that song now with R. Kelly. No. Oh, that's nope. right. Also, yep. a, mm-hmm. oh, massive misfire. Yeah, that she re-recorded that. with Christina Aguilera. Right. Mm-mm. Nope. Oops again. Oops. Yeah. Oops. Not tonight. Uh, do you think we'll see anything new from Frank Ocean? Hey, well, he's he's promising an album coming out this month, uh, according to his Instagram. This month. As this in month. July. As in July. As in he's got 21 days to make it happen. He's got three more weeks left to make this thing happen. I want to see uh, it because he's been gone for like time, four or five Yeah, minutes. he's he's been gone for a minute. He's like sat back in the cup for a second. But until the release of his album, he has um, gifted his fans with uh, a Calvin Klein ad. He's now modeling. Yeah. What do you think about that? I don't know. Um, have you seen this ad? Did you see the picture? Isn't he with some like older woman and she's like <laughs> holding him in a weird embrace? Yeah. He's like mean mugging in a white tee. Right. Getting a hug from either like Mrs. Marilyn Garrett Monroe. or somebody. Uh, yeah, exactly. It should have been Mrs. Garrett. Yeah, better. It, it, yeah, that would have been, been so much better. I just recently saw a movie and Charlotte Ray was in it. I was like, Mrs. Garrett, what are you doing? I thought she was dead. Don't you talk about Charlotte Ray like that. She is 90 yeah. years. She's actually 90. Charlotte Ray is still doing it. She's still teaching those girls of Eastwick, taking the good and taking the bad. Take them both. And there you have. That's right. She was in Ricky and the Flash. Ah, of course. She was in Ricky and the Flash. Missed it completely. One of my favorite Sunday afternoon HBO movie experiences. Can't do it. That's the only time I you could... can really watch it. I'm telling you, just just sit down, sit down and relax. Grab yourself just some popcorn okay. and just and just just go with it, okay? I don't know if I can look at Rick Springfield's face like that. I just go on the journey with Meryl. You know what I mean? Okay, just do a it. A little like lavender wrap braid. Just just go for it. Now, anyway, okay. back to Frank Ocean. Yeah, the I don't know. I I don't know if this. I guess this photo is supposed to be very editorial. But I don't get the whole Marilyn Monroe thing. I don't know. It just seems like it's strange mixed messaging after he came out. I mean, I guess he came out as bisexual, correct? Did he? He like half stepped out? Yeah. I don't know. It's a it's a weird sort of mad lib of a of a of a caption. Is, yeah. is everyone supposed to come and say I blank in my hashtag? I think everyone has to fill in their yeah, their their blank. loved in his hashtag my Calvin. So, okay. All yeah. right. And he feels loved by this off brand Marilyn Monroe, Charlotte Ray character yeah i don't know it is very very strange it's high concept editorial. but see this is what this is what it is it's high concept editorial frank likes to keep us all thinking okay <laughs> you don't you're not buying <laughs> it okay. uh, no can you please just release an album just yeah come back come back and give us give us something anything anything in the meantime you know, little Kim was supposed to be at um, what was the at, was this was it, yeah she was supposed to be at Essence Fest, but she was not there due to I think not she said she invited. had <laughs> the whole bad boy family was there. She was she was probably she probably got the invite, except I mean, well, she you did get the invite, with the but she had um, other business in uh, commitments. 
And I think that we now know what the possible business commitment is. She was over, she's been across the pond last week. She was at some fashion show. Uh, but now it's reported that she's about to join the house of Celebrity Big Brother. Is that Big Brother here? Is it U.S.? or No, UK, Celebrity or Big Brother's it? in the U.K. Okay. I was yeah. going to say, I don't... Uh, is that show even still on in the U.S.? Oh, I'm watching it right now. You're not watching Big Brother right now? <laughs> no, I oh. don't understand this show. Big I've Brother never is like my summer show. reading. I mean, that's what I do. <laughs> I watch Big Brother. It's season like 25, right? It's, it's like, yeah. It, I mean, it's it's uh, it's up there with the real world. And I don't know why I actually... You know what? You just kind of get into that that rhythm during the summer. There's nothing else really on. It's kind of mindless. You can watch it while you're like making dinner, and you know you don't really have to follow like you know really closely with it. And I just love the dramatics and the stuntiness of it all of all the players that are there because they've all seen all the previous 25 seasons of the show, so they all know how to act and they have all their strategies in place. But then they still have to play and act as if they're just like normal people and like having these normal interactions and like being really emotional. I don't know. It's entertaining to me. Do we know who she's going to be in the house with? You know what? I don't know who else is going to be in the house this season. Someone's oh, going to get punched. Someone's I hair is going to get pulled. they were reporting that Lindsay Lohan might be joining the house, too. Oh, but you know no. what? I think, I think things have changed since she's gotten engaged to that Russian billionaire. She doesn't need that big brother money. Is that a real cha- a real engagement? I think it is a real engagement. In her mind, it's a real engagement. She's been tweeting yeah. about Brexit and being all hot and bothered about that. So yeah. I don't think she's going to be turning the key to the big, big Brother house. But little Kim will be there. Yeah. All right. Last year. To that one. How can I? Can I stream that somewhere? Oh yeah, you can stream it on YouTube. They had is it. it dot UK. Okay, great. Yeah, you can definitely check that out. Last year, I think that uh, New York. Tiffany Pollard was on there. Uh, David Guest, rest in peace, was on there. Is the UK just now stepping into the celebrity no, period of VH1? I th- no, well, I think that Big Brother, I mean Big Brother, I think that the Brits are all, were kind of one step ahead on like the reality game show stuff. I think that Celebrity Big Brother, well, Big Brother is, is, a, is a European import anyway. So Big Brother's been on for ages before he even came to the U.S., I think. They're one okay. step ahead of us. We don't have a Celebrity Big Brother, although we did have that, like, I'm a celebrity, get me out of here, where Heidi and I Spencer like- were thrown in the jungle with, like, Geraldo Rivera or something. Right. The mistake there was rescuing them. That's right. They should have just kept them put. But we did have Celebrity Mall. Remember that? I do remember that. That's I don't where, remember who was on it, but that's I where like that. I think the Anderson um, Kathy Griffin friendship blossomed. Wasn't he like the host of the the mole? Yeah, I think he was. The or host I think of he the was the host of mole. the regular mole, and then Ahmad Rashad stepped in. Right, that's we, how it always goes. And then Ahmad Rashad stepped. And in. then Ahmad Rashad took the wheel. Not many winners there. They didn't have many seasons at all. Oh, no. But the big winner of this weekend is Serena Williams. Black excellence. She snatched the Wimbledon trophy for her 22nd Grand Slam win, which puts her tied to Steffi Graf as the most winning tennis player in the history of tennis. That's amazing. That's incredible. That is just awesome, awesome, awesome. Beyonce was in the audience. Did you see B? Of course she was. Now, do you think she's ever seen a tennis match before? I'm being. Um, I mean, she's a busy um, woman. 
Uh, well, she dressed appropriately for it, mm-hmm. so I want to say that she had maybe on YouTube. Maybe, maybe on YouTube. I, I mean, don't... going to Wimbledon is a fancy, rich thing to do. That's I'm true. Sure she and Jay have done it a few times. Maybe, or they like the U.S. Have. Open. Maybe they've gone to the U.S. Open a few times. Yeah. And, well, here's yeah. the thing. When I think of Serena Williams, I think of Kelly Rowland being her really good girlfriend. I never thought that Beyonce was even in the circle. I mean, she was in the video. Yeah, well, she was in the, the VIP box, so she's there. Yeah. She was there supporting. But, Do you uh, think that there's a possibility that the Williams sisters were in some like early incarnation of girls' time? Well, they were in the sports version of Girls' Time for sure. There it is. Yeah, yeah. That that's what they were doing. They were they were that's doing the connection. They were doing. When they franchised out. Mm-hmm. Girls' Time Sports. Yeah, Girls' Time Sports. It was yeah, Serena and Venus, and remember the little little beads. Remember the little beads. Yep, all that clackety clow. But remember when Serena's beads popped once, and they were all over the court. <laughs> talk <laughs> about like one. a Home Alone episode. Like yeah, talk about a booby trap. You got to be careful. Yeah. I think soon after that they switched it up and they were like, "We're just going to get regular box braids." It was a band. There's too much the on the line association. here. Yes, okay. There's too much on the line. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know how you can do all that running back and all that lateral movement and swinging your head back and forth with those beads smacking you in the those face. Beads those beads hurt. Now I sound like someone who might say all lives matter. Like I don't understand. Right. Anyway, she, she did black it. excellence, killing it. Well, and not done. only that, and then she went up with a back-to-back win, and she and Venus won the ladies' doubles the next well, stop, that day. Won't that stop. day, so she came yeah. up the court, dabbed herself off with like a nice cool put towel. down her plate, that giant plate. Yeah, put down the the giant uh, like you know charger that she won, mm-hmm. and then she went back on the court and killed it with Venus. Yeah, killed it. She shows up. She beats out all the single ladies, and mm-hmm. then she grabs her sister, and she's like, also this. Also this. I will take this, too. I'll take this little mini chalice, because they don't, they don't get a big old plate. They no. get, like, a little trophy. Right. But she's like, I but- will take that as well. And all your British silverware at the luncheon. Take that, too. <laughs> uh-huh. Because I deserve it. <laughs> I won. Right. It's not one of the prizes. Those Williams <laughs> girls are not getting invited back. <laughs> Oh, good for Serena. Good for yeah, her. that's awesome. Yeah. That is good news. Yeah, that is great news. Now, is this good news, this um, Sulu development in the new Star Trek? Well, um, I think it's, 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 I think it's good news. I think any sort of positive representation is good news. Yeah, I think this is a good thing. Sulu in... J.J. Abrams' uh, reincarnation of the Star Trek franchise. And the third, this is the third film they're putting out this summer. Yeah. It's not J.J. Abrams, though. It's Jeremy Lin. Oh, but J.J. Abrams is a producer, right? He's a producer. Yeah, he's a producer. Sulu is revealed to be a proud gay man in this installment. A space homosexual. That's right. He is twirling for the children in the Milky Way. And raising a a, a daughter by himself. Is he is he a single is he a single father? Oh no, he's got a partner. But he's oh, raising okay. a daughter. All right, yeah, that's, who's what it is. Who, who, who are, that's how we know he's gay. Because he's got a he, he's got a a, a gay do- uh, not a gay daughter. He's raising a daughter <laughs> with his partner. Yes, right. Yes, this is, is all gay. very clear. This is great. 
However, George Takai is not here for it. Surprising twist. Why? What's going on with George? What is George saying about this? Yeah, he thinks that it is a betrayal to the source material. He says that Gene Roddenberry uh, created a fully developed, like, fleshed-out character in Sulu, and uh, this was not part of his vision, that Sulu was supposed to be straight. Even though, even though in the original series, Sulu's character... Uh, we never saw him with a partner, also had a daughter. And so a lot of people are saying that there was wiggle room there because it was never clearly established whether or not he was straight or gay. I'm just, how do we know? Like, was that, was there that much exposition in the Star Trek? Because wasn't there just like 30 episodes of the original? Did they really get an episode where we talked about Sulu's daughter on the 60s episode? I, I In terms of like diversity in the 60s or the 70s whenever the original star trek came out like sulu's character was not getting his own episode he was not getting he was barely that exposition you're right did not exist getting any airtime at all he was he pressed like a couple of like hydro boost buttons or whatever or warp speed buttons you know, and engage, and that was it. Like, that was all he was doing. Then you cut back to Shatner. That was it. And then it was right back to Shatner. Yeah. So, yeah, there was not much storyline development. So I don't know what he's talking about. Maybe there were there books? <laughs> was there, like, an expansion set maybe. That, that maybe, maybe people, you know, yeah. that have the complete, like, you know, mythology included in An there? At Home with Sulu series. Right. So maybe that was, that. that's where he's talking, you know, where the storyline was developed. I don't know. It is a weird stand to take, though, for George Decay to be against. I am this. really kind of shocked because he's like, you know, champion of gay rights and equality. And then for him to kind of like turn around and be like, he got really kind of like Scientology L. Ron Hubbard about it. You know what I mean? It's like, this is not a part of the tome of the series right. and the books and the blah, blah, blah. It just seems really weird. Do you think that this, he thinks that it takes away from his like gay activism? No, but I think what he was really trying to say, he was like, Sulu was a straight man. Now, however, Spa, that queen. Right. (laughs) Right. That's what I'm saying. Those clip-on bangs. Zachary, yeah, Zachary Quinto with those little pointed eyebrows. But he's out there making uh, making out with Zoe Saldana. Right. I mean, put John Cho and Zoe Saldana together and let Spock get his groove back. Right, Spock and Captain Kurt, Chris Klein and Jeremy and Zachary Quinto. Some, you're getting some what's sort his of name? It's not Chris Klein. Chris what's Klein? that kid's name? Chris, Chris Klein. Klein. That's Chris the one. Klein. Chris Klein okay. and Zach Quinto. You're getting into your own Star Trek uh, fan fiction. I'm rewriting the the series. You're rewriting the tome right there. Mm-hmm. Is it I'm tome? Is it tome? Is it the tome? Tome. That's it. Okay, yeah. I just want to make sure I'm not out here looking crazy. <laughs> no, you got it. I got it. I got yeah. it. I did it. <laughs> Have you ever read any of that crazy fan fiction stuff that's online? There's so much no. of it around there. There's so much content. There's, There's so like much fan weird, fiction. like one directional fan fiction. Yeah, it's that all goes hypersexual. Into, yeah, it's all like really. Hyper- I haven't read any of it, but I just you know I hear some stuff in the streets. I haven't read it either. I'm just assuming that it is. It's, yeah, it's like, like it's very like Fifty Shades of Grey. Like it's like the Fifty Shades of Grey mom, like writing like weird one directional fantasy stuff. Right. Maybe George was just trying to put the kibosh on that now because he knew where it was going to go. He was like, this is going to be some of that crazy online fan fiction stuff. Maybe. Maybe. But I would think at George Takei. I feel like he'd be like, you know, live and let live. 
Yeah, and anything that brings you back into the conversation. I wonder if they'll bring. Well, you know what? And now George has really burned his bridges. Now criticizing the the, the right. franchise because could they're not going to. They they could have cut him a check. Yeah, but I don't think they'll be having him come and guest anytime soon. Or maybe he was trying to force force their hand by expressing disapproval. And maybe he thinks that they will extend an olive branch by including him in the next one. Yeah. He's like, there's only one queen mother in the galaxy. And that's me. <laughs> what if George Takei is John Cho's partner? What if that's the surprise twist? That would be like a May December situation. <laughs> would be. That would, be, would a, be. Yeah. Yeah. A May 1970, December 2016. <laughs> <laughs> it would be yeah. like yeah light years like a you know a light year romance like mm-hmm. separating them right. talking about queen mothers amber rose did you see this i did uh her show premiered her show is premiered i didn't get a chance to watch it yet but i haven't seen has it come out already i saw an ad for I it i saw an ad for it too okay i haven't i haven't but i, I don't know that's I think VH1 is rolling out some of their new programming for the summer season, uh, and yeah. Amber Rose's show is going to be one of them. The the preview sounds. I I would I I'm going to watch this. I'm going to check this out. I for sure am going to see the first episode. Yeah, definitely. I'll definitely come and check out the first episode. Also, the VH1 is hosting the Hip Hop Honors this year, which is recognizing uh, Little Kim, Queen Latifah, mm-hmm. Salt and Pepper. And Missy yeah. Elliott. There we go. There you go. That's going to be a good one. <clears throat> Apparently, Timbaland and Nelly Furtado and a few others will be doing a tribute to Missy Misdemina. I always like when Nelly gets back on the stage. Hopefully, she'll come and give us a, you know. Maybe she'll sing Powerless. <laughs> Why would you sing that? <laughs> I don't know. A weird little in between album <laughs> where she did it was all like world music. But you know what? She oscillates between like she has a good pop album and then she'll go back into like world music roots and like everyone's like, what? I don't get this. And then she comes back with another pop album. The last album that she released, I think, was in like 2012 or something. It's been a minute. And she had that like big hoop song and it just didn't really. No. Didn't really do that well. Anyway. Well, she'll be on on tomorrow night, so check her out there. Oh. All right. Something to look forward to. This, uh, this like, desert landscape of summer television is getting to me. Well, you just need to get into Big Brother. That's all I'm saying. Nope. That's it. We're good. Okay. Well, there is... I think the breakout character this season, who actually was on last season, is... Um, young lady by the name of Devon, and I think she's from LA or the LA area. She's a poker player, or no, she's a poker dealer, and she has the best B roll, and she really gives you the best commentary. I think you should just watch a, a few. Maybe it's it's on tonight. It's on tonight, Sunday evening. Just take a look at it for her sake, and then come but back they, to me next week. How's but that? What do they do? They don't do anything. They don't really do anything. They just plot and plan and scheme, and they try to justify reasons that they want to kick certain people out of the house. That's about it. And they they cook ramen noodles and they do an obstacle course. Mm-hmm. Basically, yep. They they eat boiled hot dogs and uh, you know huh. throw tennis balls around. They just that show always reminds me of people who are trapped in like an IKEA display. 
like mm-hmm. a, the kitchen display at, at, at Ikea or in like a, in a Sears, like <laughs> overnight or something like that. Right. It, would, it, would, it might be far more interesting if people were trapped in an Ikea and they just had yeah. to fend for themselves using Ikea furniture. Yeah. We'll talk about challenges. it, of course. You know, they, you just could, re- yeah. they just recalled the mom again, the, the mom dressers, <laughs> because they keep falling on poor people, poor little kids. Ooh, because so, they're not being properly anchored to the wall. Those things are really dangerous. Don't don't try to pull down the bottom drawer and then the second <laughs> drawer at the same time because your foot will be amputated. <laughs> I've had I've had a few moments myself I'm when I've sure made that it comes mistake. with a Swedish warning. Uh, yeah, that but, you need to bolt it to the wall. Yeah, but it's in Swedish. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, they're giving me the story of the Swedish meatball. No, they're not. Right. They're telling no. you, watch your foot. <laughs> if you if you if you value your feet, don't uh-huh. open two mom drawers at the same time. <laughs> right. Because your pinky toe is going to suffer the consequences. You've been listening to This Dummy with David Clark and Jacob Jeffries. As always, be sure to follow us on SoundCloud, subscribe and rate us on iTunes, and if you feel like you need to talk, hit us up on Facebook or on Twitter at This Dummy Please. We'll see you next week. <laughs>